Denny Blanco, my man, how you doing? Your dreams have now been fulfilled. You're rocking with the best. It's your boy, Denny Blanco, alongside Randy J. Cruz. It's in the game podcast. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, find Denny Blanco on IG and Twitter at Sir Denny Blanco. Find myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z on both IG and Twitter. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on Amazon Music and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcasts. Go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Show some love and support for the program. Uh, Denny Blanco, uh, this is Wednesday, May 24th. So uh, a couple things to discuss, and we'll get to each individually. But we do have a game five coming up with Miami and the Boston Celtics. They won last night. It's it's now 3-1, heading back to Boston. We have uh, the Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history after sweeping the L.A. Lakers. LeBron is mulling over retirement. Uh, we saw Carmelo announce his, his retirement uh, two days ago. There's been a lot of talk about whether his jersey should be retired in, uh, in New York or Denver. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are in the process of looking for a new coach. So it's quite a few things, but let's let's start here. So. Uh, Denver did indeed sweep the Lakers. They're going to the finals. Uh, I think we both had Denver winning that series. Um, even though I said maybe Lakers and Boston. Gentlemen sweep. Gentlemen sweep. Your end. As time progressed, you could see that Denver was the better team. And uh, congrats to them. So, But now the big story is LeBron and his future, uh, what it could be whether it's with the Lakers or just in the entirety of his career, whether he's, he's mulling over um, retirement, that was a big ordeal right after the game. So it kind of took the shine away from Denver sweeping LA and going to the finals. And now the focus is on LeBron and what he plans to do for his future. If you ask me, I don't think he's retiring. I think it's um, as like social media said, it's a way to kind of like shake off the fact that it was a sweep or that you lost in the conference finals. And now it's, that's the focus where, you know, the next couple of months is going to be about what's LeBron, what's Le, what's LeBron going to do going forward. Uh, I think he'll be back next year. I think he has two years on the contract. Uh, you know, the story was, you know, he, he wants to play at least one year, whether his son is, is on the same team or the son, his son is, is in the NBA in general, but now we don't know. So, what is your take on one Denver sweeping LA and two, we are now in the realm of not knowing if LeBron is going to officially be back next season. You said a lot. Lakers fans. I'm sorry. Name of the father, son, Holy ghost. You're now fishing, you're now going gone fishing. It's in vacation time. Mm -hmm. uh, Denver was a better team. It is what it is in terms of LeBron James. It's cute. This sounds cute when he's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Um, let's think about it. Mm. Betting. <clears throat> if you're a betting person, are you going to bet that LeBron is going to leave before his son gets into the league? No. Even though literally he, he said that verbatim out of his mouth, like, yeah, I'd love to play with my son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it sounds cute when he's like, you know, oh, I may retire. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know right now. I, I, I don't I, I know. Not too, many, not too many 38-year-olds averaging close to a triple-double with 27, 
10, maybe, and 7. It's not too many uh, 38-year-olds 38 38 averaging a triple-double. So, with that being said, do I see him retiring? No. He has two or three years. Easy. Easy. And two more years. Two to two to three more years. He has two to three more years. Easy at playing at, at playing at a high level. And Bronny needs just to play one year well. Yeah. To get into the league. So, I mean, mind you, say he, say he wants to play. I don't know if playing on the same team. Right. Like I said, he wants to do a Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Sr. For those that know, I think that's the only time that I can remember where a father and son played on the same team. Literally. And how that happened, I don't, we don't know. Like, I, I think Bronny would get drafted. I, obviously, I don't know what the Lakers have going forward as far as picks and first round, second round, or let's say just to, you know, if he, if he goes undrafted, they sign him. I, we, we don't, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, that that's, what's going to be interesting where he lands. I think, I think playing one year with his son in the league, I think that's like the goal. I, I would say you want to play with him, but if you would say, Hey man, I play against you four times a year or twice a year, that that's, that's good for me. After that, I can, I can be out. That's it. It's going to be a swan song. I mean, so you, you mentioned, early, you know, you mentioned a lot of things. You mentioned Mello, uh, re, you know, retiring the previous show. Um, you know, you need the swan song. You need the, you need the hand in the air, bye bye every, you know, every gym. Yeah, that, that's what know. I'm saying. LeBron's not doing this without putting it out. This will be my last year and get that whole like the Kobe, the Kobe last dance. Every single arena. LeBron's not LeBron's making sure that's happening for him. I'm sorry. He needs he it. Oh, I lost to Denver. I'm out. No. He, he needs it. Well, he deserves it. He you better believe he's going every it. fucking it's arena, but yo, I'm out. Toasty. Yeah. So yeah, no, um, you know, Lakers have some decisions to make. That roster is gonna look interesting next year. So um the trades that they made in. And the, the argument can be made, Lakers fans. Yeah, um, you know, holla at me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Let me know. Um, the the trades that were done got them into the playoffs, mm-hmm. but the trades that were done couldn't get them far in the playoffs. Does that make sense? Like the trades yeah. got them into the play. Like they wouldn't have made the playoffs if they didn't do the, do those specific trades. You get mm-hmm. your Beasley, you get your Russell, you get your Vanderbilt. But then come playoff time, name any of those players over the playoff series that they've played in, the three or yeah. four series the Lakers played in, that they made a difference. Any of those players, Beasley, Russell, man, I'm talking about major difference, major difference. Like, oh, they were the key. Yeah. Like, you know, Austin Reeves was the key in every series. Yeah, so now they got to figure out what they're going to do with Austin Reeves of keeping him or how much money they're going to throw at him. Um, they got to figure out what they're going to do with the point guard, either keep D'Lo or go and try to get Kyrie, which is that's that's the next domino. Or Ice Trey. But you have you have to trade for Ice Trey and give up a, a lot, a lot of pe- uh, uh, you know a few pieces. But I think Kyrie can happen, but. I, I think the structure is not like a Trey Young deal because Trey Young still has money. It's more uh, difficult. It's more years difficult. on the contract. Kyrie's a free agent. 
Yeah, and the, you know these, you know, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Like, yeah. oh, we're not looking for him, and all oh, this, that, and the third. Next thing you know, he may have yellow on. It makes perfect sense in my eyes, anyway. Because now, if you bring Kyrie on board, that kind of extends LeBron's career just a little bit. Because now the focus is not, I don't need you to get forty and ten at age thirty eight, thirty nine in the Western Conference Finals anymore. If you get another another scorer that could take the load off you guys, I, I don't know if it's the 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 need. For for right now, but it's like if I can get Kyrie, if I got to give up Hashimura or somebody that, that I know they don't want to do, it's like you got to figure it out. Keep the team you have, build off of that, or you go for the big name at the point guard, but someone who could be dynamic and um, that can take the scoring load off of AD and LeBron. Let me tell you something. If you look at the last couple of us champions, people that have won uh, the teams that have won championships. They're fully loaded when it comes to scoring. They're fully loaded. You got to have guys who can score. So when I say the Lakers, Lakers in the bubble, <clears throat> Lakers in the bubble, AD, LeBron, KCP. Um, they, I think they still had, if I'm not mistaken, they still had Kuzma on that team. Am I yes. bugging? Mm-hmm. They just had scorers, and they were long, and they could defend. You take away your scoring and your defense. So after... LeBron James, Austin Reeves, and AD. Who's who's supposed to give you points? Uh, ha, uh, Hachimura. Hachimura. There you go. So you just you just brought on Hachi. So you bring Hachi on. After that, who else is supposed to give you points? You know what I'm saying? Like you got Lonnie still sitting there that was giving people work in San Antonio. So it's not like he doesn't have the the, the resume. Um, and they need shooters too. They need some outside three point like like a Miami type vibe. I need four or five people that can spread the floor. And if you're going to double, like, like we've been saying, Jimmy or Bam, I got Gabe, I got Duncan, I got Hero. Like, the Lakers need those kind of – outside of Austin Reeves, they need yeah. another knockdown or two. Three, yeah, two, two, 100%, because AD's passing to the D-low. Brick, Vanderbilt. Brick, <laughs> uh, who else? It's just, yeah, he was kicking it out. And if, it, if LeBron was covered or Reeves was covered, there's <laughs> nothing yeah. you could do. There's nothing you can do. So LeBron's mulling over retirement. I, I don't think he will. So let's see what happens during the summertime. Uh, again, big ups to Denver. First time in the NBA Finals. Uh, could be interesting. Again, either Boston or Miami is going to meet them. Um, and- shout out to shout out to JJ Redick. Sorry, shout out to JJ Redick who thinks that uh, we don't know that Joker is one of the best players in the league. Um, yeah, we know. And I think the fact that when you it makes it if you rewind the tape, you know, they go to the conference finals in the bubble. They lose to L.A. I think they get the second, if I'm not mistaken, the second seed. No, 2021. OK, no, no last year they would they would at the, the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. They lost the Warriors in round one. This is what team we're talking about. Denver. Correct. 2021. I forgot who they lost to. I know they were in the playoffs. I forgot who they lost to. Okay. Um, but now, in between that, Murray was hurt. Correct. Michael Porter was hurt. Correct. Now you're having – and then now you're getting a um, a fully polished Aaron Gordon. And then you bring in the KCPs and, and, and those guys. Now you got a full roster. Everybody's healthy. And like Jokic getting triple doubles and Murray's getting thirty and Michael Porter getting twenty and knocking down shots, like this has been the most complete Denver Nuggets team that we've seen, and this is why they're going to the finals. Now, 
could they win? Of course they can win. I think when you quote unquote have the best player in the NBA and Jokic, a two time MVP and everything, and like, you know, could they be the favorite of Miami? Sure. Could it be the favorite of Boston? Sure. But um, I mean, listen, it, it, it's it's a new day. You know, we've seen LA, we've seen these San Antonios, we've seen as the Warriors the last couple of years in the finals. Like, all right, now it's now we're knocking on the door of maybe a new potential powerhouse in the Western Conference. Oh, it's definitely a powerhouse. The you got he's talking about their prime players. Yeah, their prime players in their prime. Joker, Murray, MJ, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. I think there's the difference between 28 and 24. Mm-hmm. 28 years old and 24 years old. In terms of all those players, <clears throat> you have to understand also with Denver, everybody's playing their position they're supposed to play. Jamal Murray handles the rock. No one else does that. Right. AG, Aaron Gordon. We don't put you in ISOs. You're not an ISO player. You either hit stand, stand, standalone threes, which he hit a couple that they left him open for. They was like, oh, Aaron, you, you can't hit those. Oh, he hit them. Damn. Because he doesn't shoot threes, but they left him open, and he started hitting them. Then you have Michael Porter Jr. Hey, just shoot threes. You get somebody small on you, go to the hole. Other than that, you shoot threes. Defend. And then the facilitator is Joker. Facilitate. He's going to facilitate. He's going to rebound. He's going to make sure people are in particular spaces. He's going to. He's going to. And I thought about this too. I said he is Luka Doncic, but taller and bigger and like slower. the bigger center version of Luka. He does everything Luka does, but from the center position. Literally, thirty. 30, 14, and 14. Those are Luka numbers. Those are LeBron numbers. We call them LeBron numbers. Yo, those did, are Luka. did you notice that too? Every round of the playoffs this year, first round, semis, conference finals, your man, I average a triple-double every single round. Come on, yo. Come on. But I understand <laughs> why. I understand why. the If you watch, it, if you watch Denver's offense and you're a fan of basketball, it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful basketball. The counters, the the, the there was one play that I, I kept I kept uh, it's two plays I was going over on, on, on the breakdowns. Two plays. One play, it's uh, it's Joker at the key, top of the key, three point line. He catches it. You have Jamal Murray in the paint being guarded by D'Lo, I believe. Okay, and then you have Aaron Gordon mismatch being guarded by Dennis Schroeder. So mind you, Murray's in the paint. Joker's at the three-point line at the in the middle of the middle of the court, has the ball. He's being defended by AD. Aaron Gordon shows, it looks like he's gonna go down and set a screen for Jamal to come off of it. But fakes the screen and dives. Joker, pinpoint pass, right to him, dunk, and one. Then you have Joker. Look up. He has the ball, same position. Top of the key. It's five seconds left. Yeah. He has AD on him. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I've i seen guards panic. Guards being guarded by other guards panic. Like, <laughs> he looked up, was like, oh, I got five seconds. 
he's he's slow. So I'm, I'm moving as slow as he is. He spins right. I'm like, why are you going? Why are you spinning away from the rim? He spins right to get it into his left hand. 80's on him. He, I'm like, where's he going left? Because it's like three seconds left. He takes a step back. I said, where are you going? Off one leg. I said, where are you? I said, like Joker. I said, Joker, where are you going? He takes a step back and then puts the ball behind his back, like behind his head, like this. Like Bird. AD is on him. AD's like this. Yeah. Wet. I said, all right. That's what I'm right. Bro, when, 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 when that happens, <laughs> you just kind of like. Hey, DC, ah, it's not out of here. <laughs> there's nothing I could do, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, there's nothing, ah, come on. I, <laughs> come on, bro. There's, nothing, hey, else, I mean, there's like, nothing There's nothing else for me to do. I had to take it off my shirt. I was like, all right, I'm like, all right, man, you got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't take you it off it. my jersey, but like, yeah, you got it. Yo, this, this guy right here? This yeah. guy right here? Folks asking LeBron, are you surprised by. No, nah, Joker's been proven the last couple of years. He's two-time multiple, MVP, like, MVP, <laughs> All-Star. Come on, bro. I've been to the Conference Finals before. I've been to the playoffs before. Like, and you know what's interesting? The last two years that I've seen him do, obviously, we've seen him progress. I think I haven't seen this much of a improvement over the over a career span. Shout out to Steph, Giannis. Joker. I'm talking about from when they got into the league up until now. The improvement on their game. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Joker couldn't shoot threes when he got into the league. The Joker couldn't post. The Joker couldn't pass. Joker couldn't dribble. This year, I think this year and last, is is literally, I'm seeing now it's, it's part of the game now. Joker rebound. I'm point guard. Move. Hmm. Last two years, you didn't see that. He would catch it, throw it to Jamal, and then he would run. Now, Jamal's like, oh, he pushing. We yeah. Out. We out. Right. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Michael, Michael, Michael Porter Jr. is like, oh, he pushing. We out. We out. I'm like, look at this. He's like, I'm running point now. Move. Move, 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 move. Like, you see Shaq do it one time with uh, Kobe a couple times. You was like, oh. Yeah. Like he did like two or three times, and it's still in highlights. Yeah, and the crowd, like, yo, give it up, give it up, <laughs> yeah, give it up. Yeah, yeah, you see yeah, Shaq yeah. literally pushing it, pushing it, and then he, he does this to Kobe, and Kobe does a windmill dunk. You see that once or twice with Shaq. Imagine if he did that mm. all the time, or Lajuan. Joker's doing that right now. You know, it, it's great watching it. I, I, I can't wait to see um, the next series, but I, I have Denver winning, so. So to your point real quick earlier by age, uh Michael Porter 24, Jamal Murray 26 and Jokic 28. So this is this this is like you're you're getting to the prime, you're not even at the prime maybe. They're still like all right, let's say the, you everybody in the surface. Everybody remains a nugget for the rest of their career, right? You can at this level you're bound to get at least 5 five more years of Denver being a potential powerhouse if everybody remains healthy. And the other point before I go to the final point is uh, it's it just amazing how, like, you go from – we see Jokic now, MVP, All-Star, we get it. And I've I seen the last couple of days on Twitter how, like, 
you know, if you go back to the draft, the, the, the night he got drafted, it's like, you know, by the time second round comes, it's like me as a fan, we're watching, you know, uh, I see round one, Woody's. I'm good. And they kind of speed through round two, like, yo, every 30 seconds and the commercial. Yeah. Hey, these people. <laughs> so you probably seen it, you might not. So when when he got when he got drafted, like it was it was a a, a fucking commercial that was on. It was just I swear it was it was it was a Taco Bell commercial. His name pops up on the bottom. Nikola Jokic, forty uh, first pick, Serbia. Like all right, let's speed this shit through. Like no announcement, no nothing. It's like oh, and they come back commercial. Hey, so by uh, by the way, during commercial, uh, Nikola Jokic never. Serbia, all right, number 42, coming up next. And it's like, wow, that's, as time goes on, that's your two-time MVP and a potential NBA world champion. No one would have, no one, no one would have predicted that. No. No, The first person I saw Nikola Jocic play, Jocic, they would have never predicted this. Uh, No, he's a two-time MVP. Like, maybe you see Luka. And was in the running for back to back to back MVP. By the way, that guy. After further review, yeah. (laughs) You're saying Jokic should have won MVP now. (laughs) I mean, listen, it's a regular season award. Now, now, don't see what you see in the playoffs to be like, nah, he should have got it. Hey man, hey man, it's it's tough. It's It's a toss up. Hey, listen, up. guys, it don't matter. He about to win the uh, he's about to win with the triple double. He's about to win an uh, NBA finals MVP. That's so all that matters. Even, yeah, that's all that matters to me. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, my last point before we get out of here. Um, so again, we, we mentioned Melo, Carmelo uh retiring after 19 years in the NBA. Yeah. Great career, amazing career. I've seen all the love on social media from the Knicks, Denver, uh, all the NBA outlets to show him love and uh, well-deserved. Consummate professional. Um, a, a, a great ball player, but even a, a great dude off the court. I think that, that needs to be mentioned more often. Um, Very much. But so. you get into now the basketball conversation. Like, we know he's going to be a Hall of Famer. That, that's, that's not even a question. We know he's top 75 all time, not even debatable. But now the barbershop talk is – should will or should Melo's number be retired? And the fact that whether you do it in Denver, you do it in New York, uh, currently Jokic wears number 15. Some say that he shouldn't have been wearing 15 from the jump. That should have been Melo's um, number to be retired in the Raptors when that time comes. Or you go into the garden and you retire number seven. So what do you feel about that like shouldn't his number be retired and if so denver or new york or both he he, he get one his number is not going to be retired in denver his number should be retired in new york and this is why number seven you mentioned mentioned one reason joke is already wearing 15. So if you if we if we consider futures, I think Joker's about to be a Hall of Famer. So all right, you can have that 15 for Denver. You hurt? Mm-hmm. Carmelo coming to the Knicks when no one wanted to. Carmelo carrying the Knicks when no one wanted to. Carmelo being on teams with no other uh talent. Carmelo not complaining. Carmelo not crying. Just keeping his head down and balling. 
and being professional and and once again not complaining um what they from what the uh hands you know what the cards have been dealt we've seen when guys james harden kevin durant kyrie irving going to brooklyn we've seen guys who have uh, been done and said that's it i'm, I'm out Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mello had at least two or three years in New York. I think it's seven altogether, if I'm not mistaken, Randy. You can correct me if I'm wrong. There mm -hmm. have been two or three years where I could imagine Mello saying, I need to go. What about you, Randy? Would you agree with that? Would you say about maybe one or two, at least one year in his in his Knicks tenure, yeah. you, you could understand why if he asked for a trade out after he got there, correct? True. And plus, also to add on to that, the the, the I think the most bizarre stat, is that yeah? He might have been there six, seven years, but he also had like six coaches. Thank you. <laughs> I want to thank you for adding on to yeah. my reasoning of why he should Carmelo Anthony have his number seven jersey retired in New York, based on just those little things that we just does just now, and we can continue, probably could add, add a little bit more as we sit back and think. Like, wait, what did Melo go through in those seven years in New York? How Was he supported by the fans? Was he supported mm -hmm. by the media? Did they get on him for, you know, uh, not being able to take his team past the first round, knowing that he didn't have a team? Uh, these are all questions where you ask yourself, wow, this guy really just kept his head down, played ball, never got in trouble, never was New York City. You have guys that have J.R. Smith literally telling people on the microphone, like, yeah, New York was a uh was too was too uh too much of a city for me to focus. Uh thus I was able to focus more when I got to Cleveland and play with LeBron James. Yeah, and, and I think I think if you ask if you ask Knicks fans before we wrap up. You know, if, if I can get in their head a little bit, they're going to some will be like, oh, you know, doubt. Melo, go up there. I, I'll put the I'll put a banner up myself. But some will be like, well, cool. But Bernard King's jersey ain't, ain't retired. That's that's Pretty that's pretty well. Not retired. Alan Houston, not retired. John's not retired. So but these like, are these. But see, you mentioned, OK, Bernard King. Which like, Randall wears now. Put Bernard King here. Right. I, I say put him here because you mentioned the other the other like Latrell and Spree Houston and, and John Stark are like beloved Knicks. You say three, right? But you put Melo in the and, and correct me if I'm wrong. For me, I put Melo in the level of player as Patrick Ewing when it comes to the Knicks. Because if you say who's the, who's your favorite Nick, you either get your Patrick or your Walt, depending on who you speak to. Patrick or Walt, then possibly Bernard King, depending on who you speak to. Now, again, Starks wasn't on the level of Patrick Ewing. Houston wasn't on the level of Patrick Ewing. Sprewell wasn't even level of Patrick Ewing. They weren't. Mello was. So that's why it's different when it comes to those guys not being. That's why I put I put Bernard King here because that's a diff for me. That's a different conversation versus the other three that you mentioned, Sprewell. Uh, Starks, guys that are loved. Bernard King is loved, and, and that's a whole different conversation in itself. But if we're talking about Melo and what we discussed in its entirety, why he came to New York, uh, why he came to New York, the, the, the reasonings why. He said, I want to go to New York. The fact that he didn't have a supporting cast for about four or five years. 
The fact that he was carrying the Knicks. The fact that he went through six coaches. <laughs> Word. You have players that can't even perform when a coach has changed. And their, their performance is affected when a culture change happened. We have players like that. This guy literally went through six regimes. We're still going to get 26 and 6-7 from Melo every game for 82 games. Let's not talk about the durability now. Melo was durable. You could rely on Melo. You got guys that hurt, injured. Mm. I'm taking today off. You knew what you got from Melo. You knew. And it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to go out with the ring. But time is still... Time is still here because many have retired and unretired, Michael Jordan. And I think, um, I think, Daisy. <laughs> yeah, I think the pecking order of the pecking order of Knicks fans is that who's your favorite Nick? Like you said, Pat Ewing, Walt Clyde, and I think Mello might be the third. Depending on that. who you speak to. Depending people love Starks. People love Spreewell. I love Spreewell. I love Allen Houston, Larry Johnson, all them, all those guys. Oakley, Mason. But I think if you ask Knicks fans from any generation, who's your favorite Nick? Oh, it's Patrick Ewing. Oh, it's Walt Clyde. And then, then it's Carmelo Anthony, in my opinion. So that's up to the organization to figure out if they're going to retire um, the number um, very inter- that that's 50, 50, I think in Denver, you know, they should have held off 15 for, for just for him and give Nicola a different number. Cause you just never know. Give him 14. Like why, why you gotta give him 15? Give him 14. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you giving him 14? Listen, man, it is- I was trying to find this one step. And now we're going to end off on this. Uh, I saw somewhere it's a, 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 an account called Nick's Muse. Nick's and Muse, said, yeah. I follow yeah. you. So it said the Knicks rotation in Carmelo's last game as a New York Knicks. Do you want to hear this roster with Carmelo had to play with? No, um, no. Yeah, I, I do. Prove, prove, me, prove me right. Give me some more ammo to prove me right. Yes. Get, tell me the roster so I can laugh. Please. So Car- the roster on the Knicks that Carmelo played with in his final game as a Nick, obviously Carmelo. The starting five is this. Carmelo, Ron Baker, Courtney Lee, Maurice Nador, I, I guess that's how you say his name, and Willie Hernan Gomez. Off the bench, the mighty, mighty bench, Jason Randall, Sasha Vujicic, Mindagis Kuzminkis, <laughs> Justin Holiday, Kyle O'Quinn, and Marshall Plumley. <laughs> it's 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 fair to say none of them are in the league right now. And you said that's the last game he played in the, in the New York Knicks uniform. I think Justin Holiday might be the only guy remaining. Might be Justin, maybe, maybe, yeah. But One of the Holiday brothers. Yeah. Big shout out to Melo. We love you, man. Enjoy, you know, the next venture. I know he's involved with a lot of stuff off the court and oh, um, a lot of a lot of real estate or whatever he, whatever he's involved with. Yeah. He, He's and now good. we're going to have He's Cayenne good. versus... And then you're um, going to have the Cayenne and the Brawny. Yeah, Cayenne versus Brawny. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be very, very interesting to keep that the legacy going. 
I love we'll it. See. That's we'll it. see. Kanye um, versus Ronnie. You can find Danny Blanco on IG and Twitter at Sir Danny Blanco. Find myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z, on both IG and Twitter. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on Amazon Music, as well as YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Also on TikTok at It's In The Game Pod, also on Retro Room Pod. Go ahead, check it out. uh, For myself, Randy Cruz, Denny Blanco, It's In The Game Podcast. We out. It's In The Game, you heard? Yes, sir.